it's Wednesday somewhere, and that means you're listening to Spoiler Alert on CJTR. I'm zoomed across the interweb with uh, the usual suspect, Sean. How's it going, Sean? Hi, good. How are you? Good. I'm doing good. And we're also joined via Zoom by Disney expert and wife of the show, Ellen Louie. Hey. Now, okay, so just to clarify with everybody so that we all understand what's going on, it's hard to record two people in the same room. So what Ellen and I have done is uh, she's on one level of the house and I'm on another level of the house. We haven't um, unsocial distanced for the show just to then re-social distance. We are just, di- we are just. You also have a right third now. level where your daughter is asleep. This is true. We're all vertically aligned. Yeah. Almost. No one's on the same floor in your household. Plus, plus or minus five feet. Yeah. Which is That's... how it should always be. Yeah. yeah we actually you guys should that not even see that I <laughs> That happens pretty often. It does. Anyway, uh, welcome everyone. Today we're going to continue our discussion of Disney films by touching on the uh, the category of animated Disney films that don't contain a Disney princess. Now, I know what you're all thinking, listeners. They're really scraping the bottom of the barrel here. They couldn't possibly find enough animated Disney films to make this whole show. But you know what? Don't worry, you guys, because we have this under control. There's a billion. Okay? There's so many. There is literally, I think the number is infinite. Uh, and the, the, the more you dig, the more comes up. Uh, but, uh, I think, I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of focused on features today. We'll talk a bit about some other stuff, but, all right, you guys ready to get started here? Yeah. So, uh, what's your favorite animated Disney film? My favorite? Yeah, what's, what's number one, Sean? Wow. My favorite without a Disney princess? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I watched it recently and it still holds up. And it is Hercules from 97. I'm not sure. Somewhere around there. Um, It is. Yeah, it's it's got it's got jokes. It's got Greece jokes that still hold up that are very funny Um, that I kind of I understood some of them when I was a kid. And I was like, it has absolute bangers. And the music is slain. (laughs) It's It's amazing. amazing. Did you guys ever see, uh, it's Michael Bolton, right? The big song is a Michael Bolton song. How far I'll go. Uh, I don't think, that, I I don't feel think like that's I Michael belong. Bolton. It is. Yeah, no, he wrote it. And in the music video, he sings it amongst these marble Grecian statues with like, a, like a deep cut V. And was it? Uh, yeah, it's Michael Bolton. And his hair super long and flowing. That's. I think it's him. That's disappointing <laughs> for me to find out. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna quietly verify my my inference here. Um, Ellen, what's your favorite uh, Disney non princess show? I'm gonna go with Robin Hood, okay. the one with the foxes. Ooh, that is that is high on your list. Very yes. good. Yes, yes, I love the story. I'm a big Robin Hood fan, and um, some really good music in that one too. Although. They reused a lot of the same animation from the Jungle Book. I was going to say, many of these so characters of, look like, similar to other characters. Yeah, and there's like a dance scene that's the exact same as the Robin Hood and Jungle Book stuff. You can like compare them online. This was during the budget years of Disney. Yeah. Pretty much, well, yeah. They would, Still good. They would, they Still would film good, someone though. dancing and then two guys would just draw over it, right? You know, yeah. and uh, you got to save time somehow. You got to cut out. You, you know, you, you can't be paying everyone 100% of the time to do all of the work. And there's some very quite... good voice work with the king. I feel like that really informed my my villain, who I like to think of as a villain. 
Uh, was he the the tiger or the snake? He's like a tiger, like a like a campy tiger. Yeah, he's Prince, Prince John. John yeah. yeah, the tiger. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Yeah. Very... And then he has the snake, Sir Hiss. Sir Hiss. Yeah. yeah he was knighted as his like yes. evil, yeah, tra- evil sidekick. I was trying to remember who was number one there. Um, I think at the top of my list, uh, I do have a list. It's not just one. Uh, is the Atlantis with, uh, um, I can't even what year that came out, but it's wow. got a star studded cast. You're the uh, only Michael one J. that Fox. thinks that's like 2001? What? No, I love Atlantis. Yeah. What are you too? talking I about? It's amazing. It. It's, it's almost like Stargate, but for children. And Michael J. Fox. You know? Yeah. I mean, well, I'm a huge Michael J. Fox fan right off the hop, obviously. But, um, you know, just like how it's sort of crazy, but uh, like it's it's very real world. It's old timey world, but it's very real. Something I could understand immediately. And then they go down. And I remember, I think I watched it with my cousin because they had it on. I'm going to say VHS could have been DVD. Don't remember. And I remember watching it thinking like, this is great. Like This is a great movie. You know, this has got twists and turns and all this wacky, crazy technology and these kind of cool characters. It's very uh, steampunk. Still... Yes, that's true. Yeah, the and I'm not that big of a really steampunk. Cool. Yeah. Um, I will admit, though, that the whole, like, reason they speak English is dumb. Like, that was horrible. That's inexcusable. I will never bring it up again. But What is know. the reason? Uh, it's just that their language is the root of all languages. So all of those sounds and stuff already exist in their heads. They just are speaking a subset, which to them, which to us would be English or something. Um, but they just immediately figure out talking. It takes like 10 seconds, maybe. If Ellen, that, do you yeah. yeah. And then they go through and, like all of the things with like Milo saying different languages and like struggling through them and then getting better and better. And then they get into French and then they get into English and they're all like, ah, and it's literally 15 seconds. Yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, that's, that's a bit much, but everything else is pretty good. Yeah, it's got a great cast. Uh, Sean, do you have a number two on your list? Um, hard to say. I didn't really think. Fair, of fair enough. <laughs> Literally all of them include, are like one of the princess films. Oh. And it well, made, this week made me like try to sift through and find some other ones. That's fair. No, that's fair. Ellen, are you in that same boat? Um, I also said Hercules and, and Atlantis, but I could also include Moana because she's not technically a princess, right? She is te- she's technically a princess. Oh, come yes. on. Yeah. Well, Moana's yeah. in there too, but and then we won't discuss. Uh, yeah. And then, Sean, weren't you saying that uh, the, um, uh, the, I can't remember her name, from Atlantis was a Disney princess and they got removed? I think they tried. they tried her out for a bit and then everyone was like... Who is that? And then they snatched her back. Hey, her name is Kida. <laughs> okay. Yes, well, Kida. Ellen remembers. Hashtag Ellen remembers. Ellen was the only child in that <laughs> McDonald's that was like, I want the Where's Kida my... toy. Where's my cup? Yeah. It's true. Uh, you guys, what's the worst animated Disney film that you've ever seen? I'm so glad you brought it up. I am I'm stoked, man. So this week, I also watched The Black Cauldron. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever seen it? Yeah. It's horrifying it's very scary (laughs) yeah um it's like a lord of the rings style story um it has like evil power laying dormant 
in this case, it's stuck in, inside an old black cauldron. And then, like, a quest that, like, four ragtag group have to go on. Uh, there's, like, a golem-like sort of creature. Like, he speaks and he walks like him. His name's Gurgi. Uh, he's gross. Uh, and there's, like, Henwin is, like, a fancy magical pig with big eyelashes that can tell the future. They're very strange characters. Um, mm-hmm. They meet an old man named Fluter Flam. He's part of the gang for a bit. Um, anyway, it's really scary. There's like a horned king. He has this sort of army of undead and like go- goblins and things. Um, there's like a trio of garish, like sexy witches. And like there's a long gag where Fluter gets turned into a frog and then is stuck between one of the witch's boobs for a long time. It's like, it's <laughs> an extended moment. Um, and, um, oh, it also features Princess Ailan Wee, who did not make it into the princess canon. Um, because it's rough. It's, it's rough. You know, nobody liked the film. And she also is drawn exactly like Princess Aurora from Sleeping Beauty. She looks exactly the same. Um, anyway, I was kind of reading a bit about it because I knew that it almost killed the animation department for Disney because it was such a big flop. It was like $44 million or something. And it was in development hell for so many years of people just trying, like all these animators and writers trying to cycle through it to figure out something useful. And yeah, it was just a real crazy trip um, Mm. that I got through this week. At the end, you felt like you just went for a 12-minute run. You're just like, oh, my God. Yeah, I was like, this was only like an hour and 20 minutes. It it felt like an eternity. (laughs) Uh, And if I was a child that watched it, like, I think the first screening, they had to do some rewriting because the initial screening, like, every child ran horrified from the theater. Like, nobody stayed till the end. Well, that's a good, you know, that's an accomplishment, at least. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but... uh, Ellen, your worst uh, animated Disney film? Okay, I, I looked through Disney Plus, and then I tried to, like, weed out all of the Disney princesses. And I looked through, and I was like, I like all of these. So then I thought about it, like, like maybe I don't enjoy them because they're kind of a boring story, or, like, the story doesn't hold up, and that's why it's not as good. And so I said Peter Pan. Uh-huh. Because I feel like... Overall, it's kind of boring a little bit. Like, there's some good parts. I'm not gonna, but like, oh. there, it's just kind of like an overall not the the best. There's characters in there that I don't really enjoy, and then the overall story, especially with like First Nations people and how they're represented in it, it does not hold up. And Jeremy and I were talking about this, and I'm like, mm, I don't even know when I'm gonna show Rory this, and like, it has to be. That she's old enough to like have a conversation about like this is not a good representation. And so I kind I of just... forgot about the whole Tiger Lily aspect. Yeah. And so it's yeah. just not appropriate in my mind. And like she's allowed to watch it. I'm not censoring that, but like it needs to be when she and I can have a discussion. Well, when all three of us can have a, a discussion about this is not appropriate. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I picked Peter Pan. But I, you know, I, f- I do feel like if. Like if updated correctly, it could be because I it's it's got to be on their list of movies to remake, which we'll talk about in a bit. Probably, but uh, oh, it's been I, I, it's been. I mean, remade. like there's be- like like Hook is better than the animated oh, yeah. Peter Pan in yeah. my mind. 
Does yeah. Tinkerbell oh. have like an anger issue in the cartoon? Yeah. yeah. I feel like I remember her being super jealous. Jealous. Over like yeah. Wendy, and Wendy is what, 11 years old? Yeah. And yeah. how old is Peter Pan? Like 100? He but is, like he's but in he's, the body of yeah. a 10 year old or something, right? It's a oh. whole Twilight situation. It's like Twilight. <laughs> like all yes. of that. That's it. That's a, that's a different show, folks. Um, uh, on my list, I put, I don't know, have you guys seen this movie called Treasure Planet? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. No. Uh, it's, it's like a, it, it's like a, a like a, a steampunk uh, spaceship. Wow. Of Treasure Island, you, right? Of a reworking what? of the book Treasure Island. Is it? Yeah. Oh, really? I was, I was so disgusted by it. I, I don't, I don't know if that's true. I'm, I, not sure. I'm pretty sure it I, is. I, I get oh, it if it's called Treasure o- Planet, I believe it is. I get it mixed up often with a another film made at a similar time called Titan AE, which has almost the exact same visual effects. Anyway, that doesn't matter. The reason I hate this movie is because it was the start of a question I'm going to ask you guys later. The mix of CG and 2D animation, which I feel like was really a low point for these guys. Yeah. And... In Treasure Planet's case, particularly, it really didn't hold up well. Like, it really did bad. <laughs> it was so bad. And when you watch it now, it's like, there's like very nice animation with like, like a, a 2D sphere that's just unpainted or un, <laughs> like, like it's still got hexagonal sides. It's just bad. It's just not good at all. But, you know, that's, that's, that's Jeremy's gripe. Does the that's story Jeremy's hold gripe. up? I don't even remember. Oh. I tried. I this week I tried to watch it uh, one evening, and after five minutes, I was like, "Nope." Is it <laughs> on couldn't. Disney Plus? We can, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. we could probably do a whole show on like Treasure Island uh, oh, that's variations. True. It's true. Like, well, right. The Muppets they they pull out a good one. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you guys. Speaking of segues, oh. um, <laughs> uh, what do you guys? How do you guys feel about the shift to like? So all of their new movies, Frozen's, Tangled's, all that kind of stuff, uh, it's all computer animated as opposed to drawn. Yes. Uh, what What are your thoughts on this? Um, presumably it's easier. Unless, what was that one where the animator, or like somehow all of the animation started being deleted, but then one person that was working from home, like she was on maternity leave, like had... A thumb drive. I think I think that was Toy Story. That, was oh it? yeah, okay, totally. Yeah. So like yeah, yeah. that could happen where suddenly every idea is deleted, save for one chance savior. That's why we have backups that we take when we're, you know, about to give birth. Ellen did the same thing. That was her. That was top of the birth list. Are the backups at Make home? Make the backups <laughs> and put yeah. them in yeah. another another place. So Get that when the, the fire happens, happens. <laughs> the second that water breaks, mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you, Tiger Those King. hard drives are being backed up. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's maybe too soon, Ellen. Maybe oh, too sorry. soon. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Ellen, do you prefer this new 3D over the 2D, or what, what are your thoughts here? Um, I have a couple ones that, like, I like the old Robin Hood, I like the older style, but. Like looking at them visually, they're not as interesting anymore. You know, like, and like trying to speak on behalf of our child who's almost three, 
she rewatches the newer ones way more than like we try to convince her like her full name is Aurora and I'm like let's watch mm. Sleeping, Sleeping Beauty and she's like not having it even though she, that's her princess yeah. like she just does not care it's, she's like I mean, Moana again let's go she's like it's look at this requested. boring background mom <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh obviously you know I I have a, a th- you know a place in my heart for the uh stunning 2D animation the hand drawn uh, stuff. I watched only uh, Bare Necessities of the Jungle Book this week, and oh, um, yeah, uh, you you know you can see like like every sort of pencil line that's like off, and like you can see some sort of construction stuff sometimes. And I kind of feel like like I know it's an error, but it's also very charming. Yeah, and I know that like later on they have you know much more presentable like. They've figured out how to do the whole animation thing beautifully. And I'm not sure exactly how they would have done Hercules, for example. But I think it must have been hand-drawn. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know where the yeah. technology was. Hercules I like their and Little Mermaid that were, was like, really nice. around the same time. Hercules and the Little Mermaid? Yeah. Her- well, like, within ten years of each other. Like, the Little Mermaid yeah. was 1989, and Hercules was yeah. 1996 seven or eight i know that's but that's a huge that's like a huge technological jump i guess and like if you look at the difference between the two you know well Hercu- there's a lot hercules and mulan all of the animals have that like swirly thing yeah Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like everybody's yes. like they're all of their things come down to like a point <laughs> and every just like, and everything are oh swirls. that's his that's his thing he does swirls <laughs> yeah um yeah uh, i thought of this recently when i went to beauty and the beast was uh, for its 20th anniversary or something was in theaters again but like in 3D and oh. so I went and they basically just like took the animation of the original and just you know put it on different planes so like Belle's hand would be very close but you could see like a large pencil mark on it like it was it was very weird and I did not prefer it in the 3D version mm-hmm. yeah they did that with, um, I think, Star Wars as well. Maybe just the first one. Uh, I can't remember, but where they faked it, right? They they spread it all out. And I really don't care for the... Like, when you watch an actual 3D movie, you can see, like, the depth in someone's face. And they only do it if they do it, right? So, like, you have flat characters on in 3D space, and it just kind of looks weird. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah, like, it just... I'm not sure. Now I'm thinking about Spider-Man again. And because that, Ellen, we saw that in 3D, right? Yeah. And that was an absolute knockout smash. That was success. the best movie we saw that day. And we saw three in theaters. That's pre-social yes, distancing. Oh my God, you guys. It was fabulous. <laughs> that was. It was such a good day. That's when you don't go to a movie for so long because you have a child. So then you get her to have a sleepover and then you hit as many as you possibly can. Yeah. It got quite taxing. I, I presume you paid for all three of those. Friends. We watched Vice. Yeah. We watched Spider-Man Home or no, uh, Into the Spider-Verse and Mary Poppins Returns. And Spider-Man yeah. Into the Spider-Verse was the best. It yep. really was. That's yep. like, yeah, in recent memory, that's the best. You know, non-CGI, even though I'm sure it was CGI. But just animated. Oh, yeah. so just good. animated oh, yeah. film. Oh, no, that was definitely computer-generated. Yeah, no, it was. But anyway, okay, back to Jeremy's list, uh, still within the realm of what we're talking about. Um, This mix of animation and 3D stuff, there was a a rocky period there. 
Have you all seen Tarzan? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's not very good. <laughs> I haven't seen but, it for a while, though. But at the but, time, uh, I was like, oh, my God, he's surfing these trees. Yeah. It, the I songs just, do it, not hold up for me. No. At all. And, like, watching the 2D Tarzan slide down the 3D stuff, it just looks so bad now. Wow. Like, it, like I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't It's just gotten worse over time. And, I, and now, frankly, it makes Jeremy mad. Oh. You know, I'm, I'm literally filled with rage here. I can't believe that. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Right, so I'll get off my soapbox. All right, you guys, we got five minutes left. What's your top Pixar pick? Pixar? Yeah. Well, Toy Story is probably the top. Tip of the top. But I also watched this weekend uh, The Incredibles 2. Mm-hmm. which I hadn't seen. I saw The Incredibles when it first came out, and then, you know, 15 years later, <laughs> watched the sequel. Um, yeah, that's fair. And it was very fun. And, but, Miss, like, Elastigirl's body was shocking. <laughs> it's, like, it's so snatched, and her, like, her waist and hips are just, like, so, like, the waist is, like, teeny tiny, and then just, like, these huge hips. Mm-hmm. It's so sexy. I was very surprised. I, I think uh, I think someone has measured that her waist is smaller than her neck. Yes. Yeah. Like it's like their her body proportions do not make sense. Neither do Mister Incredibles. But at least he. I have a friend named Chris who looks a lot like Mister Incredible. That's no, the thing not, is, I actually not all I have a friend couple that look exactly like Mister and Mrs. Incredible. Are you serious? Yeah. It's very. Oh my god. It's very fun. Do they also oh. have three children? Um, they have several animals, no oh. children. <laughs> then they're not the Incredibles in hiding. No, no, they're really not. No. Uh, Ellen, what's your Pixar number one? Oh, uh, Wally for sure. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. I, I love the robot. I love robots in general, but just Wally is so heartwarming. I love the fact that there's like, well, there's obviously talking, but like the first time a human speaks it's well besides the what is his name fred fred willard no is it fred willard fred fred somebody yeah carry on bnl that dude fred fred w yeah okay besides him the first time like you see in a human speaking is like halfway through the movie it's just so endearing the story is lovely going back to earth Mm -hmm. uh i think uh People are going to be surprised that we're married. I think I'm going to have to agree with you uh, as, as that being my number one, uh, Ellen, because as you know, I'm a uh, I'm a robot guy and uh, that's full of robots. Chock full, in fact. Well, it's uh, not chock full. I would say so. I would say so. Anyway, um, but uh, I also want to give a shout out here to Monsters, Inc., which I also think is super fun and super charming. And uh, I really like, actually, uh, Monsters University, which was the prequel that came out. <laughs> From Monsters, Inc. About how the the pair of them meet in college. And uh, it's kind of insane. But uh, going to a university to learn how to scare children is one of the funniest concepts, I think, that anyone ever could have made up. And uh, every single time it makes me laugh. Do they, like, binge drink and do all of the university? Yeah, yeah. They they have, like, frat parties and stuff. (sighs) Wow. And uh, it's not like, like, it's all... You know, it's all family friendly and everything, but, uh, it, you know, it's it's just not 
it's it's the real college experience, and I think that's what made it funny, especially with a, a pretty old Billy Crystal voicing the very young uh, Mike, <laughs> the eighteen year old Mike. <laughs> yes, and I think you you meet his parents too. Like it's just it's just wild. Just just it's to throw stuff. it in there, um, Rory's current favorite is the Good Dinosaur. I don't know if you've seen this, Sean. No, no, it, yeah, it's pretty good. It is a Pixar one, but it's it's kind of adorable. It's like what if uh the meteorite never hit and like dinosaurs advanced into like civilization so like the good dinosaur oh, is like a farmer is it's that super a full cute. i've never even yeah. heard yeah of it. wow yeah yeah it's, a it's full uh length. it's kind of um more than a few times it's kind of like oddly incredibly sad yeah totally. <laughs> like like it just wholly depressing oh um, pixar is not afraid to make you sad yeah, well, we're gonna. That's that's one of Jeremy's later points that we're gonna talk about. But uh, yeah, no, it's uh, well, actually, a lot of these movies get pretty dark. You know, it's uh, it's kind of a theme. I'm just looking through the list here, and I'm like, you know, this is sad. This is sad. This is sad. Even even happy ones like Toy Story have very sad moments. For sure. Oh man, you guys, I forgot about a Bug's Life. We all did. Yeah. The world forgot about <laughs> Bugs Life. I th- no, I think I think you're thinking of Ants, which was the same movie, but with Ants, Sean. But made by someone else. Yeah, it's true, yeah. But <laughs> A Bug's Life was way better. That they got was... scoops. <laughs> that was absolute dynamite. Anyway, you guys, I think it's time to take a, a quick word from our sponsors. We'll be back in a few minutes with more Spoiler Alert. Feet, the wife of the show, Ellen Legui. Uh You're listening to Spoiler Alert on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio. Uh, We'll be right back. Welcome back, listeners. You're listening to Spoiler Alert on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio. Uh, We're talking about uh, non-princess-related Disney movies today. Uh, But uh, first, do you guys know what time it is? Do you know what time it is? Oh, it's about 1.30 on a... What day is it today? Yeah, yeah, no, it's Friday. It's it's game time, people. Oh, (laughs) for those who don't know, or if you're just tuning in, the game is where I spend a few moments this week, followed by a quick fix uh, to find a title that these two have not seen related to our topic. I tell them what it's about. They tell me what they think it's about, and then I tell them what it's really about, and we all have a great time. Sean and Sonya. Sean and Sonya. Wow, I've said it too many times. Sean and Ellen, are you two ready to play? The game. Yes. Yes. Okay. This week's title is Victory Through Air Power. That title again, Victory Through Air Power. Victory Through Air Power. Yep. Sean, would you care to tell us what uh, that movie is first? Sure. Um, I would think this is a, it's from like the 40s. I think it's like a World War II sort of, a bit of a propaganda to join the army. And it's about a skinny little bird a little sparrow that can't get in uh, to serve, but he really wants to serve his country. Kind of Captain America vibes. Yeah. And, um, but he finally, he joins, and then this little sparrow, like, gets really buff, and then the sparrow is also driving a plane because, you know, animals can also do things like that. And so then the, the, this little sparrow <laughs> uh, fights against the Jerry's and, um, you know, Really succeeds in the in the war times and is highly decorated. Good for him. And achieves nice. victory through air power. <laughs> <laughs> nice, Ellen. Okay, um, this is going to be a movie based on like the space race. 
except it's like a race for like renewable energy. And so um, they like are trying a bunch of different things to try and get you renewable energy. And finally, they come up with power of air and install wind turbines like everywhere. And nice. that is the whole movie. It's super, super in- engaging and kids love it. Wow. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if uh, kids love this or not. I'm not sure. This is pretty wild, actually. I've never I've never heard of what I'm about to describe. But uh, you guys were both, well, you're both wrong, first and foremost. But uh, <laughs> you're both kind of half right in different ways. So it was made in 1943. Um, and it is about uh, military airplanes. But it is an animated documentary about these airplanes. So, like, it's all, like, all these different shots of how they fly and all this kind of stuff. It's pretty crazy. It looks pretty good. Uh, it uh, Its budget was 700000 Let me start over. $788,000. And it made at the box office $799,000. Ooh, wow. just so they, 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 you know, they're just, like, no pumping out the there. money here. Yeah. But, um, Hands no, this... Fist, that money. I feel like Sean got it pretty right, and I got it not right at all. Well, I mean, yours, <laughs> yours was more about real people doing stuff, and Sean's was right set at the right time. Ah, but there's no bird flying a plane in this. Anyway, uh, check it out. If you, yeah, check it out if you have time. I might see if this is on Disney Plus, actually. Yeah, there's, uh, if you go through the Disney through the decades, yeah, there's like a million a, cartoons. Yeah, this might be a cool thing to watch. you've never I heard of. Yeah, it's 70 minutes. Victory through air power. They must go through all those planes in detail. That sounds way anyway, too long. Kids <laughs> love it. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're going to find out tonight. Kids uh, love a very detailed look at machinery. <laughs> <laughs> With no I'll, talking animals. <laughs> I'll, rep- I'll report back how she feels about it. Um, the game is, of course, brought to you by the biggest theater in town at over 78 Victory through air power planes tall. Wow. The Kramer, <laughs> the Kramer IMAX theater at uh no wait hold on the kramer imax theater at the saskatchewan science center every time i always have to remember it every time uh thank you for supporting the game we we really miss you a lot and uh you know we didn't go enough when we had the time but now i'll be driving a uh every whatever plane i was trying to think of a b-52 yeah a b-52 i'll be driving any of those machines promptly over there once that place opens and we're allowed to go in with a plastic bag over our heads to go watch another movie, we're, you know, we're going to go watch Spirit Bear at least 20 times because oh. we miss you, theater. We miss you. We miss you bad. Stay strong, IMAX. <laughs> Stay strong. All right, you guys, we are talking about Disney films that do not have princesses in them. You guys, why do these movies get so sad? Why do they all get so dark? So and sad. some of them, nobody has a full set of parents. Nope. If they do, the parent dies. They're all yeah. well, they die. I, I mean, this is the point to bring up up. Yes. Right. And in the first five minutes, ten minutes, it tells you a very nice tale of a of a couple growing old together. Like it's it's quite beautiful. However, you know, spoiler you see alert, a woman die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right off the top. Right off like, the right, right off the hop. I don't think um, I've ever gotten through it without crying. <laughs> It's it's so sad, and to bring you that far down to start the movie, 
is kind of incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, I like guess they I had really... to make sure that we liked this grumpy old man because otherwise yeah. we'd be like, uh, "Why do we care?" Get him and his tennis balls out of here, right? <laughs> um, but you know, is it just a uh, like? Is it just so that it catches you later on more? You know, in Toy Story when they're all going to get incinerated, and you're like pretty sure it's going to happen. It's pretty awful, but then you know they get pulled out just at the last second. Uh, is that what it's for? I think it's just like, yeah, all these, all these Disney people, they're just like, the way to create emotion, they just are like, kill a parent. Like, yeah, it's just, just like a very standard thing. They're like, get one out of there. Let's, you know, what what is what is something that we can do to these people that's so awful, but they can still recover from? Like, I just watched Lilo and Stitch. There, I've been watching a lot of shows that... I was too old for them when they came out, but I kind of know of them through pop culture. Mm-hmm. So I was always like, Ohana means family, but I didn't actually do it. <laughs> anyway, oh. so I watched and I was like, so Lilo is a very bad girl. Um, she needs therapy, though, because she's got a lot going on. And their parents just died. Parents dead. And then she's being looked after by her sister, who is in over her head, but like really trying her best. And social services is literally like knocking at their door. And it's very dark. Um, I forget even how the parents died. I think they just like got a car accident Ellen. or something. Ellen, do you know? No, I'm, oh. I don't remember. Anyway, know all these things. Lilo and her sister have no support. <laughs> it's dark. Yeah, no, it's like, it's pretty depressing. Uh, it, I don't know. And there's a lot of situations like, you know, I think of like the rescuers, which is another favorite of mine. Oh, but yeah. uh, children that, getting that, kidnapped constantly. Like, like that boy yeah. is kidnapped, I think, to be murdered. Like, I, think, I don't and know. The poacher's like, I'm going to feed you to crocodiles now. Yeah. And like, like, like there's no. There's a, a very dark moment when the rangers find his backpack in the moat or whatever and give it to his mom. And mm. you're like, oh my God. She thinks he died. Yeah, uh, Ellen, do you, why do you think these things get so dark? Um, I feel like Pixar has that. Um, well, Disney as well, but mm-hmm. Pixar kind of went for that. We can appeal to kids with like the bright colors and the good animation and like a good story, but like we're gonna hook their parents in by actually <laughs> like this is like a weighty topic that like some kids don't get. Well, most kids don't get, but like it like. It's not just something to put on that you're just like, oh, whatever. It's like hooks you in and you're invested in the story as well. Except Ooh. for what's that one with the emotions inside out. I can't stand it anymore. And yeah. I don't care. I should have said uh, that is my least favorite. Yeah. Child of the show is a huge fan of inside out. The worst. Uh, and it's just okay. Right. Like it's just okay. But after you've seen it 80 times, just okay becomes not so great. Yeah. You're like, and I don't like, care about your hockey <laughs> your, your hockey pillar collapsing. I think it's Get just out of here, like, Riley. You have to be joyful through all situations is the worst mindset to have. Like that, right. like fake positivity drives me insane at all times. Social well, that's isolation why they have or the, not. The sad blue gal. Exactly. Yeah, that's why she's there. And like the entire first 50 minutes of the movie is just like, why are you being so positive? Things are bad. <laughs> Um, Be realistic. No, that's fair. 
Uh, I do want to bring up one thing about Lilo and Stitch, however, in the within the realm of talking about sad stuff. Uh, did you guys know that they had to redraw the ending of Lilo and Stitch? Because uh, when it ends with the big spaceship crashing, it was supposed to be in New York, right? Oh, yeah. And, uh, or the twin plane or something. Yeah. And the Twin Towers were a huge part of it, like, crashing into it. Like, that was the... Oh, my I don't and, think uh, it's supposed to be in New York. I think instead of, like, there's a scene where they are... Um, chasing each other and they're chasing mm-hmm. through like Honolulu like it was always supposed to be in Hawaii right was it I thought I, it was I'm supposed pretty to be sure. okay um and then there's a scene where there's like two mountains and they like go right between it that was supposed to be mm-hmm. like office buildings like they almost mm. crashed or yeah tall oh. towers yeah so uh they just side sidestep that whole issue and I'm pretty um, sure because they like the fact that it's in Hawaii is such a big part of the movie. They would have had to completely rework it instead of changing thought, a small scene. I thought the whole point was that the spaceship went so far. Mm, but uh, anyway, who you know, who are we to speculate? But speculators, <laughs> right? Um, okay, Disney you guys, experts. moving on. To, moving on to my next point here. Um, so I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but a lot of your favorite things have become television shows on Disney Plus. Uh, Tangled is up there. There's mermaid stuff. There's a show about the princesses in general. There's all these different like shows. They hang out. You... What's that? The princesses are all in the same yeah, universe. I think so. Wow. I believe yes. Yeah. Um, do you guys think like are they just sort of trying to squeeze that last bit of lemonade from these lemons here, or do you think that's a kind of a cool thing that they should be doing? Like okay, so Lilo and Stitch I saw on Disney Plus has like three or four sequels haven't heard of any of them <laughs> i think they have like a series like yeah. i didn't think they were as engaging of like a group to be all up in that but apparently mm-hmm. they are and from what i can tell on disney plus it's rampant right uh tangled has a three season show <laughs> that is supposed to take place between the last two scenes of the movie i guess i don't know but, like, um all of the Disney Channel programming is yeah. all on there, right? And so you take a Disney Channel programming where you have to fill up air airtime 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. And you're like, "Okay, Tangled was good. Here's a big season." Yeah. Although uh, the fact that her hair is regrown. But we're back on princess stuff. That's true. Why she <laughs> have her hair off? That's that's how Spoiler it is. Alert. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Um, can the hair guys... move when it's uh, off of her? Like no. is it like a snake? No. Oh, no, no. It it turns it turns brunette. It's all it's all bad. Once it's Sean. cut, it it's loses its magical oh. powers. Yeah, it turns brunette. Getting it our does. child to take a haircut when this thing is over is going to be the worst. Yeah. yeah, no, she's going to lose her mind. But um, <laughs> uh, do you guys think they should like come up with new show ideas, or do you think it'll just be uh, like is it just better for them to you know keep using the same characters to make it's these easier. other random TV shows? You already have a fan following of whatever. Yeah. Just make a show about it, right? There was a young Hercules show that I used to watch. Oh, that's right. It was great. And it was just like teenage Hercules when being he was all that awkward. Weird skinny Hercules? Yeah. Yeah. But there's there's also a young Hercules starring uh what's his name? It's a very prominent sexy actor whose name I can't remember. But it was to mirror the Kevin Sorbo Hercules. It was young Hercules. And I can't I remember, remember his name from the notebook. Ryan Gosling? Ryan Gosling? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was oh. young Hercules. It was insane. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Well, he we'll was be, we'll... a Disney star. Yeah, we'll be watching him in his leather vest probably in an hour or so at the Louis <laughs> household. At least one scene of it. What do you guys uh, want? You're gonna... 
You're gonna watch <laughs> Ryan Gosling in a leather vest soon? That's what young Hercules was, Sean. Oh, why is, he, why is he in this vest? Because <laughs> he's Hercules. He's got to show off those arms. Those man. guns. Oh, okay. Yeah, God. Uh, all right, you guys. Are, are Marvel movies in this topic? Because they're really animated. There's a lot of animation there. No. Uh, Jeremy, I, will want, I think you I, know the answer. I will once I will once again cite my my problem with all of this in uh uh which what what was it called? Not Infinity War The Avengers where Captain America was unable to film, so they just drew him in that whole last part. The last third of the movie he wasn't there. Yeah. Um, just saying I, you guys. I know is... I can see your soapbox from here, but like <laughs> Even though Disney is the evil overlord, not everything is lumped. Like, I get that it's all lumped together. Yeah, but, like, no. not everything is a Disney animated show because mm-hmm. but Disney now owns them. I know. But this all this now extends to The Jungle Book, which was heavily animated. Live action, but heavily animated. And, of course, The Lion King, which Ugh. has been brought up on this show again and again. Yeah. By who? <laughs> <laughs> Someone. Some, Some concerned person. person. Some concerned individual. <laughs> As a concerned citizen. Anyway, I'll leave, it at, I'll leave it at that. Guys, What are we excited about these remakes? Some of them have been really good. Some of them have been not so good. Uh, we've had Cinderella go, go from its you know, delightful 2D that animation. That fabulous. It's, I stand it's by it. It's, it's fabulous. Good, but they, they needed to do more. They just needed to change some stuff. They added, like, the prince's name and, like, he <laughs> acts, actually asks for her name and, like, the whole backstory with them is much better than just, like, I'm going to dance with you all night and then never ask your name. That's mm. a big, major plot hole. That's a red flag, Jeremy. Exactly. That's, that's fair. Um, but, I mean... Like, yeah, I want to see, see what the live-action Mulan's got to offer. Yeah. Me too. I, Although they I, I, did change it a bunch, and I love Mulan so much. Uh, I know, well, they've already said they did change quite a bit, um, so I'm interested to see how that happens. But uh, I, I, I want it to be good so that they'll approach other things. You know, uh, I've Ellen doesn't know this, but uh, I, I want this Pocahontas remake to happen, but I think that they should just, you know, engage that community and come up with something totally new. Right, so we can see someone else belt out "Colors of the Wind." That's all we want. Oh, that's we all like, that. like that's all we want and need. And if they can make a, you know, a better, more accurate story about, you know, that kind of life, I would love to see that. Uh, maybe or maybe Mel Gibson plays the villain and he gets to come full circle, and we give him that chance. No, we got to get Mel Gibson away. Let him step away from the mic. <laughs> I think he's got a. I think I think Mel needs to to do some. This is not a joke. I think he needs to do some payback. You know, <laughs> I think he needs to take some roles that maybe he doesn't want to do, but that he is capable of doing. That sort of you did know. You, did you ever see that Beaver movie? The... <laughs> I did. I didn't. But <laughs> no, I have. I think I, I want to though. I it's it's hard to find his stuff at this point. It's I thought not it easy. was a. I thought it was a joke trailer for a, the longest time. Oh, no! I don't, but it's real. That was legitimate. Uh, is there any? What do you? What do you guys think they should remake next? Mm. Uh, Great question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something that would be very hard to remake. <laughs> the Black Cauldron, Sean. Yeah, no kidding. Honestly, the Black Cauldron live action would be great. 
Yeah, that would probably be good. I would love to see a Wally live action. That would be incredible with like a little robot, like like a like a BB eighty eight Wally oh, robot. Yeah. That would be great. I would super like that. But anyway, you guys, I think uh, I think it's time to put this topic to bed. I think we honestly, in. I think we honestly got to the bottom of this pickle jar, and I, I don't think there's any gherkins left. You get one on. Oh, I don't get what you get. Uh, you guys, this brings us to a segment of the show called What You Watching? So what you been watching? Sean? Okay, so I watched um, a documentary on Netflix recently. Um, it's called Circus of Books. Um, and it's a documentary about like an older Jewish couple. They're really nice and sweet and they own a, a bookstore. Um, and you just start finding out more and more about them. And you start piecing together that it's actually like a hardcore, like gay porn store and like and bookstore. (laughs) But they're like that they slowly just like came into uh, owning because they realized like the the magazines that sold like in the 80s were like these like gay publications. And then they just started carrying like gay porn because like the place their shop was in uh, was in like West Hollywood or something. So it sold so well. And eventually this couple just like owned this very successful like gay empire and they like um, and then they started having a lack of like good porn for their customers. So then they just started funding like uh, like some porn directors to just make their films. And they were like a very successful like porn directing company. Also, it was like it's so weird and funny and it's like the documentaries by their children who were like didn't know what their parents did until they were like teenagers and because they just kept it hidden from them and it was really fascinating and the couple is so funny and sweet and like Uh, religious and just like it's a weird dichotomy of what they do what year what year does this take place like what year are they filming this um no yeah they filmed it within the last couple years but like the bookstore is booming in like the 80s wow yeah oh my god what's it called it's called circus of books Wow. Yeah, it was really, it was quite the trip. It was really good. Dang, that sounds, that's out of this world. Ellen, uh, what you been watching? Um, I have been watching a lot of Disney things with mm-hmm. the child. But mm-hmm. on my own, I've been re-watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Mm-hmm. Because it is delightful. And the new season came out today. Well, oh. new to Netflix season. Season yeah. 7 is out today. And so I'm on season 4. Which is way too far away, but I'm like, maybe I just skip ahead, but it's coming up to my favorite season. So honestly, I need to see Jake and Amy get engaged and married. So yeah, you, you need know. to savor it. Yeah, I might just have to wait and delay season seven a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Can I also like completely break the rules and say what I'm I'm listening to? Yeah, yes. no, we we uh okay. we formally we formally moved that <laughs> we a long broke time the ago. Rules okay, perfect. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I have also been listening to uh, this podcast called My Favorite Murder. Oh, yeah. And there's 216 episodes of it or so. And I started at the beginning, kind of like a month ago when social isolation started. And I am like 100 episodes in now. So I I now have the strange goal that by the time I go back to actually my real job, I need to finish this podcast and be current. Won't you be like, <laughs> isn't it not freaking you out? No, like, not uh, at all. Every Sean, noise Sean, at night. <laughs> uh, not at it all. Freaks, it freaks me out. And she's just listening there all chipper. 
and a couple they're times they're really funny. They're like they are very funny, but a few times like I will be, you know, trying to grade something or whatever, and they will be describing the worst, like the most horrific break and enter and atrocity that has happened. And they're so cheerful about it, and Ellen's just sitting there like all happy and stuff. And I'm like, can we just pause? Like, I don't just... like murder, guys. I say this as a professional person. <laughs> you, sure, However, you sure like hearing about it, that's for sure. <laughs> it is entertaining and a weird fascination, I guess. I don't yeah. know. I and, and Ellen, you are correct. Their, their hosts are very charming, and they do have a lot to offer. Uh, but I do appreciate every once in a while when you get like all upset because it's 20 minutes in and they have not started talking about the... I hate which that on, with all podcasts. Which like, on Spoiler Office Alert, we don't podcast? do drives me insane because you're just going to talk about the office you're just talking about one episode of the office why am i hearing about you watching the lord of the rings i don't care wow i don't care that's about we a different podcast. strive not podcast. to do that at this podcast <laughs> yeah we, but when we do it it's short we get someone always, someone's always like okay everybody we got to stop talking about you know podcast pickup. on yeah spoiler alert <laughs> um all right so a thing I have been watching, not super intentionally, because I haven't had the most time, uh, but uh, that has come up and I have clicked on and then left on for the 23 minutes that it has been on. Uh, you guys have heard me uh, bring up the Try Guys before, which is the YouTube group who does their their various content through the YouTubes. Yes. Uh, they are currently uh, doing a bunch of different types of shows in quarantine. Uh, so the last one that I watched was them um, uh, making puppets of each other so they could still all hang out, the four of them. So they all made puppets different ways, and it was just kind of this weird, wonky thing. Um, I think all four of them are pretty funny. Uh, I, I, I do appreciate what they have to offer. But um, they're in California, and uh, I guess things are getting pretty bad there with the whole virus and everything. So uh, everything they're trying to do has this whole, like, message of, like, staying at home. And uh, one of their more recent ones is them trying uh, 10 or 8 different levels of spicy ramen that you can buy in a store. And uh, it's uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty great. At one point, Keith, uh, who is one of the Try Guys, has to get his wife to finish his hot ramen because she can handle it better than he can. <laughs> which uh, which is, is pretty good. You know, it's a it's it's a it's a little bit of entertainment, but also a little bit of uh, their reality reality there, which I think is uh, quite funny. Uh, so check it out if you have not, um, guys. We got a f- like thirty seconds left. Anything else you want to mention? Mm-hmm. No. Well, I'm also reading a book right now called The Gentleman in Moscow, which oh. is um, about a man. He was like a Russian royal in like the 1920s. Um, and he, the Bolsheviks took over it. And so they sentenced him to, um, you know, to, to live in the ho- a hotel that he's staying at. They're oh. like, just banish him or like give him a house arrest to stay there for the, for the rest of his life. And so this like 30 year old, like fancy royal dandy is just like, has to stay in this hotel and make his, his life by meeting all these people that work in the hotel and it's very cute and strange and Wes Anderson-y and obviously oh, cool. like very what my life is like right now <laughs> and it's just a real it's a nice comfort read 
Nice. Oh, nice. That's awesome. Uh, all right, you guys, that's all the time we have. I'd like to give a shout out to the Garys for the use of our theme song, Manitou, and my co-host, Sean, and guest host, Ellen. We? Uh, yeah, I... Yeah. Uh, everyone at CJTR, thank you guys for keeping us on the air. And to our listeners, uh, Spoiler Alert is broadcast live Wednesdays at 6 p.m. and rebroadcast Thursdays at noon. It's available as a podcast on CJTR's website, and we're on Twitter at Spoiler Alert YQR and Instagram at Spoiler Alert CJTR. My Electric is coming up next. Listen to My Electric if you're listening to a podcast and you need another podcast to listen to. Uh, see you next week. Bye. Bye.